0: It is time for Making Sense of the Markets with Laurie Pankowski. Laurie is the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Good morning, Laurie.
1: Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm
0: good. Thank you. How are the markets doing?
1: Uh, Markets are down today, but fairly flat over the past week. I mean, investors really shook off kind of Delta variant concerns and really focused on earnings and economic data. And most companies have now reported second quarter earnings and the vast majority beating analyst estimates and profits growing 85% on average from a year ago. Again, remember a year ago where we were, right? So uh, at a very uh, low time. So, so to see that kind of growth is not surprising, but again, it's the highest growth rate since the fourth quarter of 2009. And we, we've seen energy, industrials and consumer discretionary really roaring back uh, to stronger levels than even pre-pandemic. Uh, some notable reports: Apple, Facebook, and Google all had double-digit growth. Um, those are companies we own. Even uh, other stocks we own: Ralph Lauren, Sleep Country, Finning, all having uh good earnings. And and also another highlight. Uh the US kept interest rates low, um, which of course was expected. Uh, but they're really talking about not tapering until substantial progress is made, which we expect to occur sometime next year. And so right now we're in this kind of weird space where where bad news kind of equals good news for the stock market, uh, because it means that stimulus is gonna last longer uh than than expected. And that's what the markets want. That's right. what investors want, right? So
0: so the market's hanging in there, then, because we know in the United States it's it's they've got they're really dealing with that fourth wave right now. Uh, but it sounds like the markets aren't terribly impacted by that.
1: They aren't. But what we're seeing is, um, you know, even today news coming out on private companies. Uh, only added 330,000 jobs in July. Uh, So that's far short of the 653,000 they were estimating. Um, You know, so if we would see, uh, you know, some lockdowns going forward, things like that, that could soften um, economic growth for a short period of time. But because we've gone through so many waves now, um, we kind of understand how it works and and how it's going to look, right? So, you know, now they're talking about, you know, masking people up again. Uh, If that goes in, to further lockdowns So we kind of know what to expect. Again, the markets are very forward looking, right? They're looking six months, 12 months out, where is the world going to be? And, you know, I continue to say, I think the world's going to be a lot better place than it is today. Hopefully, uh, with this um, newest wave in the US and what we are seeing, we're seeing vaccination rates going up slightly again. So hopefully more people roll up their sleeve, get their jab, yeah. and we can move on with life.
0: Okay, we hope, right? (laughs) That's moving forward. And when that happens, though, uh, Lori, when people start to move on with their life, according to this new RBC report, people are going to start to retire.
1: Yeah, you know, it was uh, interesting to see this report. Um, It's, you know, says it expects a renewed surge of retirement in the second half of this year, as many held off on retiring last year. And uh, they were saying that retirements fell about 20%, mostly due to uncertainty about retirement savings. But also it was because, um, you know, say if you were a business owner, it was hard to find a buyer last year. Or there's, you know, even clients I have that are in travel and tourism that uh, wanted to hold off on retiring because they wanted to see their positions, their role, their careers go through to the other side of the pandemic. They didn't want to step away right during that that critical time. Right. And so I've seen a lot of that. And, you know, I I do think it's good that people are reassessing. They do expect retirements to to move higher again uh, this year. So that kind of shows us uh, that things are moving to somewhat normal again, dare I say. You know, again, you know, we remain optimistic about markets going forward and people's retirement savings you know we're looking at economic growth surging after a recession global growth picking up expected to be 6% this year um and corp, uh, corporate earnings are delivering strong results as well so so you know what what's happened over the past you know 18 months or so uh has been uh, uh very uncertain but now that things are kind of getting back in our control a little, uh, people should be looking back at retiring and, and making sure that they have a plan to do so. And I would say, you know, if you have enough money to retire, you've got some hobbies, uh, especially if you still got your health, you know, you should be looking at that. And sometimes full retirement isn't for people, right? Um, Uh, going into semi retirement is, is a better option, you know, scaling back to two, three days a week if you can. You'd be surprised at how many, uh, how many employers, uh, are open to semi-retirement. A lot of people think it's either, you know, you got to be all in or all not, but because you've been there for so many years, they don't want to lose you, right? So so think about that. Have conversations with your employer if you have one. Uh, and if you're an, a business owner, you know, again, semi-retirement going two, three days a week might be an option for you and that things are getting back to normal. And I, I know it's hard to envision, right. uh, envision that just because we're dealing with the Delta variant right now. But again, going forward six to 12 months out, you want to plan for retirement, not for tomorrow. Tomorrow, but ahead of time, of course.
0: Also, semi-retirement is, I would imagine, good for employers as well, because we know there's a, a labor market crunch right now, too, right? So if you can hold on to somebody who's been with you for a long time, why not?
1: Well, exactly. Uh, I mean, there's a huge um, labor shortage. And with uh, many clients that I'm talking to, whatever industry they're in, uh, it's hard to find good people right now. So hopefully that changes uh, over the next 12 months as well.
0: Okay, well, let's talk about once you do decide to retire, though, making sure it's a happy retirement. How do we do that?
1: Yeah. You know, there's many things to look forward uh, to in retirement. Also, you have to make some big decisions. And so some secrets uh, to a happy retirement is uh, that I've always looked at is, you know, setting realistic goals for your own retirement. So don't look at your friends or your relatives and figure out how they're retiring or, you know, how they're able to spend what they're spending. You know, look at what your goals are. Some people choose to sell everything and sail away uh, on life's biggest adventure. But more often, people set aside time to travel a little bit, stay active, enjoy their families. Right. And so whatever that is going to be for you, uh, you just, you know, even write it down, share it with your financial advisor. And this, again, flows into having a financial plan. Uh, you need to stay on top of your financial health. I think it's really hard to retire without a financial plan. I mean, people are often sent us their pension options if they have that. Um, we're talking about how much they want to spend versus how much they should be spending, right? Uh, again, big ticket items. Uh, are you going to be buying a car soon? Do you have to repair your roof? Are you getting a renovation? Are you going to be able to do this if you retire? And are you going to be on a budget or not? I mean, a lot of our clients are not on a budget, um, but again, they're frugal, right? They don't spend a lot, which is fine. And and more often, we're having conversations about you're not spending enough. What are you going to spend your money on? Especially the last year when you look at spending, it's gone way down. And so in a financial plan, some of the questions you would ask yourself, you know, how much do you need uh, on a monthly basis in order to retire? How much do you want for travel or even possibly early gifting? So helping adult children. Uh, You know, thinking about care later on in life or would you sell your house to fund future care? Those are the types of questions that we're asking during the financial plan. Some right. Another ones, staying, staying healthy, right, and uh, finding your purpose. I think that's really important. I mean, we all try to stay active. I was, you know, talking to a retiree yesterday, uh, who's really taking advantage of going on hikes. You know, although he may need a knee replacement. So, I mean, those are things that you want to think about. You just, I have clients even in their eighties who have a trainer. You know, so again, get active, I love stay healthy, keep your mind healthy, and, and so those are some of the things that we're looking at. Being tax savvy is another one, Simi, right? Tax free savings account contributions. You know, I'm sure that you max yours out, you're working, but even in retirement, uh, you should be looking at maxing out your TFSA. It's one of the best types of accounts we have uh, that can protect uh, uh, growth on your assets. And you can also pass it to anybody you want tax free, right? And again, planning for market volatility. It's going to happen. You know, whether you're working or in retirement, you just got to be with a team who believes in active management, who's going to protect you in all market conditions. Uh, because, of course, even though things are great and hunky dory right now, it's not always rainbows and butterflies in the stock market. And that's what we know, <laughs> and so you always have to have a plan B to protect your portfolio, especially in retirement, because you don't have a chance to make it up again.
0: I love that it's not always rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> and and the thing is too, like with with staying healthy help at happening, you know, all of that kind of connects together, right? If you have like money problems in retirement, that's very stressful. You're not going to enjoy your retirement either.
1: Well, exactly. And, you know, there's, uh, you know, that's something that you can plan for to make sure you you don't end up in that situation. Uh, Maybe not all the time, but most of the time, Right. Uh, but again, keeping your mind healthy and keeping your body healthy as long as possible, you know, and and I would always say that, you know, if, um, you know, following up on doctor's visits, making sure you're proactive about your health, I think is one of the most important um, aspects about life, about retirement even, right? You can't enjoy retirement if you don't have your health. So make sure that uh, you focus on that and and get checked up uh, once in a while by yes. the doctor and also with your financial advisor for your financial health.
0: Schedule those checkups. Lori. thank you.
1: Thanks so much, Simi.
0: That's Laurie Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Now, you can contact the team directly at 604-695-LORI or visit their website at pinkowski.ca.